Hello everyone, Wel welcome to the Dutch Hall. We're coming to you from a hot pool shed in Pine Grove, Ontario, watching uh, game one of the Leafs and Habs. This is like a kind of an historic event in Canadian hockey where the Leafs and the Montreal, the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens face each other in the playoffs. I don't know, uh, it's been a long time since it's happened, right? I would say since the 70s. <coughs> yeah, a long time, like mm -hmm. pretty much almost our whole lives. Right. <coughs> anyway, so it's a big deal. And uh, first period is over. We're going to be doing this podcast just like a hockey game, three periods. So this is, we're going between the first and the second. And uh, first period was, uh, there was a bloodbath. Yeah, it was uh, like it, a Donnybrook. Yeah, real Donnybrook. There was... One guy bleeding out his eyes, getting taken off on a stretcher. Someone getting punched out for doing it. Yeah, then there was like, a, there was a nice fist of cuffs to create to enact justice. Yes. You know, and uh, now we're just having a nice break, hanging out in the pool shed, leaning back, just trying to like, uh, trying to like take it all in. You know. Yep. Anyways, uh, but Kevin, before we get this podcast started, we do one thing on this show. You know what it is? I'm not sure. I mean, you're gonna have to tell me. Well, on the upper, uh, what would it be, the upper left side of your soundboard there, there was the thing we call the theme song. Ah, the theme song. Yeah, just give that a press. tonight welcome everyone live from the dutch hall i am your host pete van dyke as i said before we're coming to you well we're coming to you live from the pool shed and as uh, always in season eight i have my trusty co-host and uh and friend kevin van dungeon is here let's uh, give yourself a round of applause kev give me a short one there you go that's all i get oh, that's okay i think you're hardening yourself kevin i don't think you give yourself enough credit i just don't think you do um well, go ahead. No, no, I just, uh, hey, you got to strive for more. <laughs> I guess so, I guess so. <laughs> That's what makes you great, Kev. Oh, here we go. They're going to show uh, Tavares get clubbed. Oh. Boom. Now, the idea was. You give him a little pat in the leg. You're okay. Yeah. Yep. Sorry about that. Sorry about, like. I didn't want you to bleed from your eyes. You gave a thumbs up, though. Yeah. As far as gave us a thumbs up, it looked pretty gruesome though. Yeah. And I noticed I was saying to you when it happened. You know, usually when you get, uh, like when you get injured like that, you think you're fine. Right. And when you when he was trying to get up off the stretcher and like all that stuff, that's what that was what lets you know that you're fucked. <laughs> it's yeah. You don't understand. You just have to go get checked out for a minute. Like you got like you're you're usually fucked out of your mind when you're saying you're good you're saying everybody looks at you like you're horrified with this horrified look on their face yeah yeah like, what's wrong with them yeah yeah like i'm fine what's the matter with you and then you realize that you're gushing blood out of your head or whatever it's happened to me numerous times actually does it hurt it doesn't hurt until you find out you're hurt though does it no that's the thing about uh when you really get hurt bad 
there's no real pain, you know? Right. Uh, and that's when you know it's bad, when it doesn't hurt at all. I think it has to be an accidental hurt, though. Because if you cut my finger off right now, I think it would hurt right away. <coughs> I don't know. I don't think it would. No? I think you'd have this moment of like, ooh. Like, like my why f- did I let him do that? <laughs> yeah, my finger's gone. Um, but then, uh, but I don't think it would hurt, no. No? Do you know what? Do you know that pain is a learned response? It's That's not. It's, it's not a physical thing. Because, like, they say that there's, like, in our culture, you go to a dentist, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's you're made to feel uncomfortable from a dentist. Right. Like, it uh, doesn't feel good to have them poking around at your teeth and stuff. Yeah. But in, like, s- another culture, I don't know which one it is, they, like, have no problem with dental work. But if you cut their fingernails or you cut their hair, they think that's painful. That's painful. Hmm. Because they're taught that. That's interesting. Because if a little kid falls and you don't react, they just get up. Yeah. But if you're like, oh, boo-boo, whatever, they yeah. cry. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. That's it right. is learned. That's the thing. It's like, because, like, I'll watch. I think of this all the time, you know. Like, the way I grew up, I got injured a lot. Mm-hmm. And my kids watch me work. They say it's it's ho- horrible to watch me work, even around the house here. Like, uh, because I injure myself so often. Like yeah, I'm, a reckless nature. Yeah, I just don't give any regard for my body. Right. And uh, the, the, the most... And easiest way to get something done is just to like physically like just smash through it. smash through and do it right yeah so i hurt myself quite often to get things done and i don't care i just take the pain right. and um and then my kids always are like how do you deal with that stuff and like it, i really don't think of it because it's like just you you hurt yourself all the time mm-hmm. on the farm and you just kept working you know rub some dirt in that wound and keep going keep going yeah yep. and uh i remember one time we were in costa rica with my family right mm-hmm and uh, there's this dude from Ottawa, and he kind of liked me because me and him were both looking for weed all the time. Right. Like never never found it. Never found it. Weed in Costa Rica, oh. eh? Well, we told, we, if we'd have told our tour guide that on day one that we wanted the, that we were looking for weed, he would have got it for us. Oh. But he didn't, he actually, because of me, he didn't think that um, it was that kind of a trip because I brought my kids. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, you don't know how bad of a dad I am. So, um, <laughs> but anyways, we're in Costa Rica, I remember, and we're it's near the end of the trip, and this guy from Ottawa is sitting beside me, and we go to sit down and have a drink up at the bar with the rest of the people who were on the tour with us. Right. And uh, um, I was going to was bring this big wooden bench forward, and I put it right down on the tip, on the very tip of my toe, and, like, kind of ripped the top of my toe off, you know? It was just kind of, like, flap hanging there. Yep. So you see it happen right away, and you're like, ugh, this is nasty and that stuff. That sucks. But there's only, like, you can't walk around with that thing dangling, like, you know. Yeah. So so I reached down and just, like, pulled it off, pulled it off you know, one big pull. Mm-hmm. And the guy from Ottawa watched me do the whole thing. Did he throw up? He's like, what the hell did you just do? And you didn't react. Like, he was like, you didn't react. Like, how? And then he's like, and I'm just bleeding on the ground, like, drinking my beer. <laughs> 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 and then he's like, uh. I, like th- that seems like a horrible injury. Like I would be getting treatment and stuff. I'm like, it's just a, uh, it'll it'll grow back. Yeah. Like, look yeah. at each one of my fingertips. <laughs> you know what's crazy is like, uh, that's your level of toughness, and our parents and their parents were like three times as tough. Oh, exactly, exactly. I'm was a I'm a, like a pussy by their standards. Yeah. You know? By any generation standards, like I w- our generation was the weakest and then the next one was and the next one was yeah yeah it's just how it is i remember my old man uh 
cutting his uh, the tip of his finger with a chainsaw one time. Just cut and zip the tip off of it. And yeah. he c- he came in and uh, my mom was like really mad at him to go to the hospital. And he's like, "What are they gonna do? Tell me to cut my finger off?" Like that was his <laughs> response. I already know. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't go. He didn't. eh? Nope. Just healed it up on his own. Yep. I guess he rubbed some dirt in it and <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, it would take a lot for a farmer to go. It takes a lot for a farmer to go to the uh, the doctor, anyways. It's just a goddamn waste of time. No, because a lot of them know how to like deal with livestock. You know, heal up a cow that's sick or hurt yeah. or something like that. You know, those do the same thing on themselves, like a little frontier medicine. You know, a little bag bomb on that wound. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. Yep. Now imagine with the internet, the farmers would do even more stuff. Sure. I think you can go on YouTube, probably figure out how to take out your own spleen or something. Yeah, my pancreas is bugging me today. Yeah. I'll get it out. That's why I like farmers, man. It's like uh, they don't really think they need anyone. You no, know? independent. They can, they can handle it on their own. That's what. Uh, that's the way I like it. And they grow their own food. There's. I, I'm watching a commercial right now on TV. The Stone Mark Cold Messier, <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Ice T. Yep. They're all selling Tide or something. Yeah, and uh, Stone Cold keeps saying Messier wrong. <laughs> oh, really? Was he? Uh, do you, have you seen it before? Yeah, yeah, I saw it before. He can't say Messier. He's like Mess Messier. He says it wrong, and Messier keeps correcting him too. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd like to see those two fight for real. I don't think Messier is that tough. Do you think? I'd love to see the fight though. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Mark Messier. Yep. I think that uh, you don't like Mark Messier, then. I'd like to see him get a stunner. I was watching Stone Cold Steve Austin stunning uh, multiple stunners, and he Vince McMahon just can't take one. Oh, yeah. Just awful. <laughs> oh, yeah, he crumples, eh? Yep. Yeah, some of those were pretty silly. Like, The Rock would, like, basically oh. do a backflip or whatever. Ric Flair took one that was just hilarious, too. <laughs> yeah, it is funny that they do that. Yeah. Um, oh, what was I going to say? There was uh, Mark Messier. Mm-hmm. He's, like, uh, he's a real pussy hound, apparently. No I don't kidding. know if he still is. Maybe he's a w- married or whatever. But big, back in the day, like, super pussy hound. Remember he dated Madonna. He was in that Madonna sex book. Was he really? Yeah, Messier. I didn't know that. And uh, also, we... Oh, w- with the Rangers. Yeah, when he was with the Rangers. And oh. I went down to uh, Hilton Head one time. I guess Messier likes to go down to Hilton Head. I like the name of that place. And everybody would uh, have a Mark Messier story because I guess he's, like, he liked to party and he loved uh, the ladies. Huh. That's he, how the rumor goes. Mm. I don't know if it's true. I don't. I never met the man. I don't know him at all. No. No. He looks like he's still in good shape. They didn't let himself get fat after hockey. No. You know who did? Uh, who Jeff? Yeah, Jeff O'Neill. O'Neill. Yeah. Yeah, but I think he let himself go when he was still playing hockey too. Yeah. And he but doesn't look like he cares. He let himself go either. No, I think he would show up. He was one of those guys that show up and. After training camp, and it would be fat too, <laughs> and he would s- still be good. Like I, you know, there was like, there was always players like that, eh? That they would, uh, they would be like, "What? The, what's my problem?" It was summer. Yeah, yeah, I'm fat. I'll yeah. start playing hockey, and I'll be skinny again. Yep. Those are really talented guys. I know, like Phil Castle gets picked on a lot for his physique. Yeah, like how he looks, and I don't know how much faster you want that guy to skate. Exactly, man. Like fat people. Some there's some <laughs> fat people that they're meant to be fat. Yep. And they're really fast when they're fat and they're athletic when they're fat there's this dude i went to high school with he would look he was a huge guy yeah looked like uh like one of those like he was a really thick boy mm-hmm. you know thick boy partly i wouldn't say poorly but he was like thick he was like you know in the little rascals how they had the like the chunky kids and yeah. the little rascals and their faces kind of all look like they were kind of pushed in and stuff like that <laughs> 
Like he had kind of that going on, but he wasn't fat. He was just like he was just a big guy, like big boned, big boned, like yeah. Cartman. Yeah, like he was, he was, he was. But I went and played tennis with him. Oh no! And uh, like this guy's a football player. I think he played university football and stuff like that. He's a good, good athlete. But like I know why because I played tennis with him. And he was a, he was so fast. He was everywhere. He, he just ran the court all over the court. Yeah. He was so quick, and that's the thing. Even Shane Bergman, you, I don't know if you. Shane Bergman came and did a few shows with us. I know who he is. Yeah, he's, he's uh, recently retired with uh, the Calgary Stampeders. Yeah. But great career for Shane, and congratulations on his retirement. Yeah, bravo. And, and uh, but Shane, too, like, the guy's, like, a giant, like, a legit giant, like, 300 pounds, almost seven foot tall. If he was a wrestler, they'd bill him at seven feet. Like, they'd yeah. boost it up. Um, like, he's a giant. Right. By all accounts. But, like, f- super fast and athletic, and he can do things that – I couldn't do, and I'm not half his size, you know. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I bet he could outrun you. Yeah, the 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 quick, the little steps and the quick changes you can make and stuff like that. All that quick footwork that he worked on being a line yeah. lineman. Yeah, like it's it's crazy how tuned in as athletes these guys are, but they don't look at. If you look at the guy like without paying attention, you know you might be mistaken as thinking that he's overweight or something sure. you know but there's no question like this guy's meant to be huge and he's like a freak athlete same with um there's a lot of people that are like that that are just like these giants but they're so fast like they said andre the giant used to be really like before he really grew too big yeah yeah was really really athletic yeah he w- yeah he was if you look at him in his early days he was like a su- like super athletic yeah, yeah. And like ridiculous strength. And he too. was fairly tall. Yeah, he was a big. He was a giant. Some would say. Yeah, he was a fairly yeah. tall guy. I forget. Uh, I think it was. Uh, we had one guy in here who said he met Andre the gi- he, Giant with oh with Glenn Fry. He played for Leafs. Um, can't remember his name. Mark Forrest guy. No, not Mark Laforest. He's a beauty. Uh, this was Dave Hutchison. Oh yeah. Yeah, he said he met Andre the Giant with uh, Glenn Fry. The guy from the Eagles? Yeah, the guy from the Eagles. Hmm. It was his friend. Wow, they were buddies. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, isn't that something? Hmm. It's just I think they he played hockey in LA, maybe? Played hockey in LA, probably. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I think that's how it went down. Andre was singing backup on Take It to the Limit. Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Wow. I would wow, well, I guess they all know each other. I don't know. It's a kind of weird circles, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like uh I remember uh, my brother in law telling me how one time he was uh in Chicago, and uh, he was uh, um, visiting Mark Chelios by his boat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chelios had a boat. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes Dennis Rodman. Off, out on the boat or to visit? Comes on the boat. He wants to. He asked Chelios if he could borrow his boat. <laughs> sure. Chelios said yes. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. I don't, well, I don't know if I should be even tell that story because I don't know if it's mine to tell, but that's how I remember it too. But Dennis Rodman seems responsible. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'd give Dennis Rodman my boat. No. That's what I think. I think you have to not care about your boat. Because I don't think it was like a little like motorboat, like something you'd see at Turkey Point or something. No. <laughs> I think this was like a like a big, like you could hire a guy to drive it kind of boat, no. I think. I don't know. It wasn't like a 12-foot aluminum. I don't think it was like a fishing boat. No. But I, I'm just guessing. Again, not my story to tell. I should wait. I should ask, have him do another show with Ryan and ask him about it. Then he can tell the real story. But I do know that that would make sense because Robin was playing with for the Bulls then. 
When yeah, yeah. When yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, the guy was in. Yeah, and Chelios was Chicago. Yep. It probably happened. Yeah, hmm. I think it did. I think it did. I don't think he would just make it up. And ch- uh, and like in that time, you know, like the worlds kind of do collide. You know, yeah. it is weird. Like he's you think you, like like for example like comedy for example right, like when you do comedy especially in this godforsaken place right, mm-hmm. um, is it se- is it second period again? That's all right. Okay, we'll we'll just uh, we'll tie up the story and then we'll take a break. But um, the well, like comedy, like when you do it, no, it seems like no one likes it, like nobody cares and nobody likes it because like most of the like places you got to go. At the, especially at the beginning, is like uh, there's no one there. Like it's like horribly sad, right? Right. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you'll find out that like uh, somebody famous has been through there. Yeah, like some or someone famous likes what y- what you do. No kidding. Like, uh, but in music or in sports or something like that, you know. But they do love comedy. Oh, and that's how the worlds collide. I get it. <laughs> and then all of yeah. a sudden, you're like, they c- they they're really good at what they do, but they could never do. The comedy, so they mm-hmm. they admire it, so they put they put us lowly comedians on a pedestal, right? Like they, they always say, like uh, all musicians want to be comedians and all comedians want to be musicians, yeah. kind of thing. Like it's that sort of thing. Like musicians say, I could never do a stand up, and right. then, so then they put the stand up on a pedestal, and the stand ups put the musicians on a pedestal because they could never play an instrument. It's interesting because it's a live act, both. Yeah. Right. But musicians get to play the same songs for 15 years if they want to. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And if you told the same joke for 15 years, people would be like, "Can't can't you write?" Like. Yeah. No. But you know what though? I bet you I could tell the same jokes for 15 years if I never told it to the same people. That's fair. Because nobody would remember. Right. I don't think. Like that's the thing. Nobody. I think all the time. Like I work on these jokes, and I'm supposed to do these jokes on stage. And then I don't do it on stage uh, because we can't. Right. I'm fucking locked down in this fucking godforsaken place. And uh, so then we, inst- I, inst- I said, I can't do it on the show because I'd be giving them away. Right. But really, if I did all the jokes on the show, nobody would remember if they saw me. Plus, I'd be making it better. On stage. You know, on stage, you know. Yeah, you get your feedback. Yeah. Oh, I wish I would have hit it. Uh, it's not mine to do. Yeah, it's not yours to do. Yep. But, um... Anyways, uh, I forgot where we're going with that. I did want to say, though, just while we're on this topic, that I want to um, start a new movement. All right. Because I am, like, officially, like, going to put my, draw my line in the sand that I'm done with COVID. Like, I'm finished with it. Uh, I still have, still have one more vaccine to get and all that. I have an appointment. Yeah, but, me too. Um, but I am done with it, with, like, the whole thing. And uh, Rob Ford's plan, like, uh, for those that aren't in Ontario, our, our guy that runs our province, Ontario, is Rob Ford. Yeah. And uh, I don't care what he tells me I can and can't do anymore. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. And, um, and I want to say that by not, by not, like, separating the different health zones. Yeah. You're, like, like, uh, in other places. In other places, they, like, say you can't go outside of your health zone or whatever. Right. And they say the problems over there is stay in your health zone, don't leave it or whatever. And then the rest of the, our problems would be fine except for Toronto, right? Yeah, I agree. So I want to just, like, officially make a, 
uh, motion mm-hmm. that uh, the 519 area code is uh, making a motion to separate from the province of Ontario. Separate. Yeah. 519 separates. Yeah, or the 416 can separate, one or the other. Oh. So you'll say, no, I want them to take 905 with them. Okay. They can have it. And, uh, because honestly, wait, they, no, 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 they wait. dictate everything we do anyways politically. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like two different provinces. There's the province of Toronto, yep, which I call Ontario, and then the rest of Ontario, which I call uh, Don Cherio, because <laughs> they're the ones that aren't uh, aren't offended by anything John Don Cherry says. That's right, <laughs> Don Cherio versus Ontario. Yeah, is uh oh, Leaf just scored short-handed. Spets, I think. Looks like it. All, All right. right. They are doing a lot of hugging. Yep. 1-1. One, one. Oh, Nylander. Nylander. It's that guy's fault. Yeah, it looked like it. They have to show the guy that looks the most mad at himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. He went in hard. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> okay, so we're separating from Toronto, uh, Ontario. Toronto? That's what we're calling it now? Huh? We're separating from on, uh, Toronto. Yeah, we're separating from Ontario, Ball, and we're starting a, our own province called Doncherio. I think it's a. <laughs> I think it's a good move. I've thought that politically for a long time because whatever way Toronto votes is what we get, and our lowly one representative that right Haldeman Norfolk or Oxford, where I hail from, parts unknown, yeah. is uh, um, where we have one or two representatives. Against all of Toronto's rep or Ontario's representatives. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then we had one, like I said, one time with we had a, a majority liberal government, mm-hmm. and there was no nothing outside of Toronto. Nothing outside of Toronto. And then uh, the guy in the I was at Queens Park with my kids, chaperoning a trip. Yeah. And I said this, and they go, um, "That's not true." Like Barry's got a, a lib- liberal, and I go, "Like Barry's Toronto North." <laughs> The people that moved from Toronto, you guys, and then they come up with ideas like windmills, and the windmills aren't in Toronto. No. They're here. Like, they have ideas, and we have to pay for them. But, you know, when, when they're running for uh, their their uh, positions, they come out and sit on tractors and yeah, yeah. plow the field for 15 feet. And, oh, that was fun. Yeah. Being a farmer's fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh that's my point. The that that majority liberal government didn't even have an agriculture minister. Yeah, it's ridiculous. The premier said, "I'll just handle that too because it's just like agriculture. Who cares?" It's, you yeah. know, it's because they don't see outside the goddamn city lights. You know, that's right. Well, I wonder where they think they get their food from. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they they think it comes from the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> it just appears there. Yeah. You know, that's where steaks come from. <laughs> it's crazy, man. There, it's just crazy. Oh shit! I keep messing with my camera. Um. Anyways, uh, I was I was saying because of the the uh, I was thinking a lot about um how this sucks, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I've decided that this fall I'm going to be moving, like not moving permanently, but I'm going to be spending like extended periods of time uh, in Austin, Texas. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. That's new. I think that's the new uh, comedy uh, hotbed. Well, that's why I've I was looking at everywhere in the world I can go to do do shows, and I thought like if we open up here in Canada, I'm gonna be able to go like let's say I was to like 
immerse myself, get as many sets as I could to to make my act as good as it can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would go to Toronto or somewhere like that, Montreal, and it would suck. It would be like a bunch of like open mics for other comics, and it would be terrible. So then I looked at Iceland, I looked at England, I looked at Australia, I looked at a bunch of different places, and then I looked at a bunch of places in the States, and Austin, Texas right now, it looks really cool to me because the the idea what's happening, there's three, the one main club there, Cap City Comedies, opening a new location downtown, and there's like the Creek in the Cave from New York, yep. closed and moved to Austin, yep. and then Rogan just bought this theater, and he hired the guy that runs a comedy store, Adam Egot. That's a good move. Yeah, to to buy this theater, and I looked it up online, this theater's fucking enormous yeah they're gonna have multiple rooms in it it's gonna be better than the comedy store it's like uh, and apparently it's a it's an old house that used to house a cult oh wow that like uh, some cult that existed down in austin but uh the scene's really exploding down there and a lot of people are moving down there and they're kind of building their own comedy scene that's outside of the industry yeah uh which is really the key is that which is perfect for me because like i don't uh you're not desiring the industry are you no, I have no ambition to be any part of that industry. Right. Um, not at all. Like, I don't give two fucks about it. That makes for comics comics, though, right? Huh? When you're not trying to get a show or you're not trying to get a movie, the right. comedy's better. Right, right. It's, un- it's not influenced by anything. Nobody's holding back because they're afraid it's going to affect their commercial job or right. whatever, you know? They're just, uh, they're just going to... Um, they're going to be funny and say the things that they want to say because they, it's the right thing to say. And they know that their their money's coming from their touring or their internet or the, their their merch or podcast, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have to worry about getting it from these, like, bullshit things where you got to sell your soul. Like, TV's pretty fucking weird, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's you watch so lo- sterile. Yeah, you're watching people pretend to be this kind of person right. that doesn't really exist. You know, it's like you got to talk in a way that people don't talk. You yep. got to, you know, you... You, you got to include everyone. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's just unnatural. It's like, the, it's like the, it's just so contrived that it's, 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 it just stinks of inauthenticity. Yeah, in, in authentic, inauthenticity, I think it's pronounced. I think that was a better version, yeah. I think I got it eventually. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's just too sterile. I I think some things like Prime and Netflix are maybe helping a little bit, but it's still they're they're uh, making sure that they're covering all their bases. They're afraid of cancellation too. Yeah, uh, like not as much like you said. Like they'll still give like Netflix will give you a, a shot, and uh, Prime and Crave and all those 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 streaming services are so far giving you a shot. Yeah, but even YouTube, like we're on YouTube right now. Um, I think as you get bigger and bigger on YouTube, they start to fuck around with you a little bit on content, content. Yep. And then I think, uh, that's another, you know, and that's, that's kind of the evolution of things. Mm-hmm. Once money gets involved and companies get involved and they want to yep. have a say in your product. And that's just when I want to, that's pull. why you go behind a paywall. I think. <laughs> yeah. Go behind a paywall, or you uh, you count on your Patreon and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of times, the Patreon people have been really helping out. By the way, you can go to patreon.com slash Dutch Hall and support us, like our queen shareholder, Jen Husko, who's our absolute favorite listener that we have. 
Yes. I might even, uh, I thought of uh, just calling our listeners, like the real rabid listeners, rabid yeah. listeners, calling them like Dutchaholics. Dutchaholics, that's pretty good. Dutchaholics? Dutchaholics. We don't want to call them Dutchalos. No, not Dutchalos. No, too much negative connotation over the Dutchalos. I dug into it a bit. Yeah. They're not really nice people. I like the Dutchaholics, though. Dutchaholics. Yeah. It sounds like they have a problem consuming our show. It's ruining their lives. Well, it's only a problem if you go to those classes. Yeah. You take the steps. Yep. Um. Anyways, yeah, so I think Austin will be uh, pretty exciting to go down there. Plus, they got, like, uh, a lot of the Silicon Valley's move in there yeah. and also uh, Tesla move there. Yeah, he's not... He's not fond of the taxes out in L.A. No, no. So it's like it's just nice to be somewhere where to go. I'm like, I like that I got a plan now to go somewhere and check out the scene, spend enough time there to kind of like get uh, a feel for it. Because I think I can do I can do sets down there mm-hmm. and I can uh, do podcasts down there and I can uh, uh, write for periods of time and then just go down there for chunks to work on stuff. Right. And then come, ba- you know, come back here home base and tour and then go back down there and write for a chunk. And then yeah, so yeah. I'd be back and forth from Austin and here. Get yourself an apartment. That's what I'm looking at. I was looking at doing like just an Airbnb for like a month. Mm-hmm. And then the cost of that was like three months rent for a place. If wow. you signed like a lease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, well, if I went down four times a year, then I would, I would uh, be better off just to sign a year's lease, you know. Right. So then, uh, I might just do that. That's what I'm looking at now. Mm. And then if I like it down there, I might buy some because, like, I don't imagine real estate's going to go down if no. all this stuff's happening. Like, yeah. if all the peop- people are moving there, it'd be awful to live there in the winter when it's nice and warm. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing I can sell my wife too. Is that it's like uh, we can be snowbirds and uh, we'll go down there and. Yeah. But if it's nice, I got to see what's down there. Now, what if your wife went down there and found that people had eyes and needed help with them? Mm-hmm. Would we would would I consider moving? Yeah. Um yeah, cuz my kids are both going away to, off to school, like not that um you know, not that they're not going to be coming home or whatever, but mm-hmm. like they don't really have they're not based around a school or anything. So right. Um, they could come visit us wherever we are. Yeah. So I don't see why not. If I liked it enough, I would, I would leave Canada. I'm not married to Canada. Would you, um, would you buy a place with a pool that had a shed? Yeah. Yeah. I think well, that's a I solid had a, move. I'd be looking for something that would be pool shed leg sure. if I was do that. But chances of my wife move, making a move down to uh texas is probably pretty slim okay quite honest i I doubt it but i'm making the move but just not permanently i was trying to figure out how i could rent your pool (laughs) rent my pool still do podcasts every thursday you gotta come to austin every thursday yeah oh yeah don't worry we'll be back it's just for uh we might have to take a month off in the fall when i go down and then figure it out and hope i I imagine that i'm not gonna like uh, instantly know people but there's a oh shit there's I forget that I have a, a camera on me but the, there's a couple of um, <laughs> there's a couple of um, other comics uh, one that says he's going down that I know from up here oh that's cool and uh, one one I still got to talk to I think might might want to go because uh, I don't know it's a bit of a mecca 
it's a bit of a like uh, mecca for like if you don't like the other two, maybe check this one out. You know, yeah, man, for seeing it. So uh, I, I think it's gonna be at least exciting to be part of something that it's kind of like uh, someone trying something new. Yeah. You know, and they got like big, big, some like big acts down there already. Yeah, like the Kill Tony's po- uh, podcast that moved from L.A. to Austin now. Rogan. Rogan, Segura, Christina Pazinski. Uh, um, Did Kreischer go? No. Um, Him and Bill or Burr are, are still LA guys. Huh? Him and Bill Burr are still LA guys. Yeah, yeah, so far, yeah. And um, uh, Tim Dillon. I don't know if you know Tim Dillon, but he, he's, he moved. So there's a few, like uh, some pretty big names and stuff. Uh, and then Ron White's already there. He's sober now. Yeah, yeah. So like, cause it's a like it's a decent. Like, I mean, it's top. Like, there's there's like top names. Top names. So like, if I would put it like the way it's turning out, it'll be like you'll be able to like st- uh, still be working with some like world class professionals that mm. you can learn from. You know, you're going to be able to be you know amongst the best of the best, so you can you can see what you have to do to yeah measure up. Wonder if Norm is there. Uh, he's L.A. I'm surprised because he gets his guy too, right? Yeah, I don't know. That'd be awesome though if he was to move, but I don't know. He's pretty connected. I don't know. Who yeah. knows what people are thinking? <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, yeah that Adam, uh, that Adam Egan. Apparently, he ran the Tempe Improv and then he ran the Comedy Store and he, he really r- knows how to run a club. So yeah, they got a good guy there to run that new one. So There's a l- everything's set up to succeed. He was part of a cult once too. Was he? Yep. <laughs> I know he's a Holocaust denier. I didn't know that, but I do. Oh. I do know he's part of a cult. <laughs> was he's younger? Oh yeah. Yeah. Did you know he also used to uh, uh, jerk off punks under the George <laughs> Washington Bridge? I didn't know that. Was it for fifteen bucks a man? Oh wow. Oh, that's from the podcast too, from Norm Macdonald's podcast. <laughs> he made it up. He would just say it to guests. He would have in like famous guests. Yeah. And then he, like he would be like, you know this guy Adam Eager. <laughs> You know, I met him. I, I met him down and under this whatever bridge. You know, jerking off punks for fifteen bucks a man. You know, I seen he had Jane Fonda on his show. Yeah, Norm kissed did. her on the lips. Yeah, yep. And he looked like he was into it. Yeah, I was kind of into it to be yeah. honest with you. I, w- I wanted to kiss her too. She's a good-looking lady for eighty. You know, like yep. Still looks like she she she'd like to give her a go too. Yeah. Like she, was she a workout girl? Yeah, Jane Fonda did a workout workout videos for a period of time. Yeah, Jane wa- Fonda's workout, Suzanne Summers. I was just gonna say, I wonder if her and Suzanne Summers got along. Well, I doubt doubt it. They'd be probably fierce competitors. Was she the Suzanne Summers also had that leg squeezy thing? Yeah, yeah, the the, uh, the or thigh, the master. thigh master. Yeah, and then uh, who else had a video? Olivia Newton John. Okay, and who Let's was get the ma- physical? And then uh, I get the name Jennifer Beals. Was a maniac from Footloose? Footloose? Uh, no. Yeah, Footloose is a is something Beal, right? Jennifer Beals, I it, think. Is it? Yep. She w- that was with Kevin Bacon, right? No, no. F- I'm so. No, not Footloose. You're thinking Flashdance, though. Oh, was she Flashdance or Footloose? I think Jennifer Beals is Flashdance. Uh, Footloose was the. Uh, oh, the town that couldn't have music. Yeah, the town that couldn't have music, and it was the. Blind girl with the cello from Fame that played the girl. Okay. In Footloose, I think. Okay. But you're thinking of 
Flashdance, which is the Jennifer Beale who was in the L Word. Yeah, man. Yeah, the L what Word. A show that was. I love that show. Damn it. I love the L Word. <laughs> I, I loved the L Word. I really liked that show, the L Word. It was number one, it was a good show, but it was also super sexy. There was like yeah. there was really sexy like lesbian love There's scenes a in it. Gorgeous Canadian actress on it. I can't think of her name right now. Yeah, there all the there was a lot of really good looking women on that show. Yeah. The L word, yeah, and that girl was in it from Flashdance. Yeah. It still looks pretty good. She's she, a maniac. Is that the song? She's a maniac, maniac. And they poured water on yeah, her yeah. with a gray sweater. Yeah, that's, that's Flashdance. Yeah, good movie. Never yeah. watched it, honestly. Uh, I don't know if it's a good movie or not, but she looks, even today, she's hold, held up pretty good. Yep. Because that's going back a few years now, and she looks pretty much similar. Hmm. She's oh. no Jane Fonda. No. What's going on? Nothing. I can't believe how old some of those people are, you know? Like, yeah. When you think about, like, a sex symbol. Most of them are dead, right? Who did I like? You know who else held up pretty good? I haven't seen a real recent picture of her, but, like, if you know the Charlie's Angels, right? Mm-hmm. Jacqueline Bissett. Yeah. Not Kate Smith. Not... Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett, who's dead. She didn't hold up well at all. She looks terrible now. <laughs> and then, uh, but, like, Jacqueline Smith. That was that girl was unbelievable to me, like just beautiful, you know. Right. Um, and I think she held up pretty good. Like I don't know if she's got to be like getting up there now, but she looked good like deep into her sixties. No Joyce Dewitt though. Oh, Joyce Dewitt seemed like a <laughs> tough choice. Like <laughs> it's funny that they kept replacing Chrissy's no, on Three's Company, Joyce but DeWitt Joyce Dewitt stayed the whole time. You know, yeah. no other options. Or Mrs. Roper. <laughs> what a beauty. Mrs. Roper is terrible. You yeah. know that story about Kate that um, they did a spinoff of Three's Company called The Ropers, right? Right. And The Ropers, uh, Norman Fell, who was the Mr. Roper. Mr. Roper, he was like, I don't like this idea of the spinoff. You know, I'm going to quit my job on the successful show right. to go on this unproven show. Mm-hmm. And spinoffs don't usually do as good as the originals. So, like, I want to know that I can still come back and do Three's Company if this fails, you know? Right. They had no problem. And then they hired Don Knotts. <laughs> and then you can't beat Don Knotts, right? No. So, Norman Fell got fucked over on that. What was the pervy uh, neighbor's name? Do you remember? Larry? Larry. Yeah, Larry. I think if you can find a clip and put your face in Larry one day, it would be a good one, too. Yeah, you know what? Uh, all my Portuguese friends growing up, I grew up, like, you know, all the same guys. But yeah. all the Portuguese guys that we grew up with, mm-hmm. they all loved Three's Company. Yeah. Like, uh, they really liked that show. And my parents wouldn't let me watch it. I don't recall watching it, but my parents were so much older. My parents said that I wasn't allowed to watch Three's Company because it had gay stuff in it. Okay. And uh, that was because uh, Jack pretended he was gay. Had to pretend he was gay to fool the landlord, because the landlord would be upset if he thought a straight guy was platonically living with two women. <laughs> that was the fucking whole premise uh, of the yeah, show. Yeah, a guy living with two girls and not fucking them both <laughs> at the same time. That's outrageous. Yeah. They would never allow him to live there because obviously he would just be boning them all the time. So right. he must have to pretend he's gay. That's how the show makes sense. You think they could make that show today? No, I don't think <laughs> they could. It'd be a different Three's Company. That's yeah, like sure. none of the none of the conflicts matter anymore. You know, they're right. just ridiculous. Right. This is a really deep couch. I'm sitting right in the crack, and the cushions both have like have parted. It's like a throne. You're like the Moses of the couch. It's kind of nice, but I am way too way too low. Uh-oh. But anyways, uh, comfy. 
I feel nice. I worked my ass off today, man. It was I. I'm like a you look a little tuckered. I am tuckered out today. I'm a little yeah. tuckered out. Um. Oh, I also wanted to. I have down pink people. Pink people. Yeah, I wanted to talk about pink people. All right. Because I think uh, I think you know how um. Um. You know how we're white. Yeah. And uh, how white people are bad. Yes, of course. And then, uh, well, like, I want to apply to be pink instead. I wonder if you could get that on your, like, on the license. Yeah. Black, white, pink. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's pink. Uh, white is for, like, a dickhead. Like, yeah. they'll ask, maybe they ask you questions, you know, like, hey. Uh, you got to pass some kind of morality test. Yeah, like, like, um, like they, they say to you, um, you know your uh, your mother, and uh, um, you know she's uh, moved on after your father's passing. But uh, now, um, you know, like uh, uh, Rashid is found her love. You know, right? How do you feel about Rashid? And then you're like, you're like, oh, like Rashid. You know, <laughs> just the name has kind of got my back up. I don't right. date dating my mom. Yeah. And you're like, hey, you're white. You know, right. you're white. But if you're like, as long as mom loves them. Mom loves Rashid, that's awesome. Where'd they meet? Like, the, yeah. You know, then you're like, you're pink. Then you get to be pink. That yeah. puts you in the pink category. But you got to like be scrutinized by probably like the TikTok people, right? And they'd yeah. have to s- vet you. <laughs> they'd make have to sure look at your socials and. Damn it, I'm out. Go back 17 to 20 years and see if you said anything that was marginally wrong. I wore blackface to uh, high school in grade nine uh, for Halloween. I went Bob Marley with black cork. (laughs) (laughs) uh, (laughs) That's going to get me not the pink card. I'm going to have to stick with the white. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember doing that. I did dress as a Canada Goose one year, though, for a play. Well, for a play. I was in that same play. I played the mayor of the uh, uh, Grumpies or whatever the fuck they were. I had a hard time with my lines. Did you? Just had to honk. It was. Oh, yeah. The real star of that play, that you'd think it would be you. Yeah. Because it was called the Canada Goose or something like that, and you played the Canada Goose, the titular <laughs> character. Head on the marquee. Everyone wanted that role, Kevin. I remember that in grade school. Everybody wanted the role of Canada Goose. You got the role. Honk, honk. honk you did honk. it better than anybody. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> eh? But the star of the show was actually my our good friend, Dave Charters. He was uh, he was he had all the solos. Yeah, he was the Canadian motto. Yes, he was. I have a picture of the three uh, of the three of us. Actually, I can uh, I still have it in a book. Yeah, I can, should I should put that one out on the socials. Post it. Yeah, it's a funny one. Charles looks ridiculous. <laughs> I love all. Oh, and I have another good one. Our grade six uh, uh, class picture. And this is Moreland. Uh, you're wearing a cool ass Van Halen concert sh- uh, shirt. I am. And uh, Charles is wearing an Iron Maiden one. Staring at the teacher. Staring at the teacher's ass. <laughs> and uh, I love that picture so much. I, I know I have it in my house, and I've been searching. I have to search for that, too, and put it out. Because those are two of my favorites uh, of childhood pictures of Dave. I used to carry around a picture of Charters in my wallet. Like, like he would. I would always. Um, he was like your vacation. I would go to his parents, you know, and I would look through the old photo albums, you know, yeah. of Dave's baby pictures. like, And uh, his mom had got a kick out of showing them to me. And I liked it because, like, she would tell me embarrassing stories about Dave, and I could laugh at him because, like, uh, 
just at this one he's like three years old he goes in the kitchen and he takes the shit on the floor of the kitchen yeah and then uh his mom goes and gets a camera and tells <laughs> dave to go into the kitchen and he's pointing at his shit and then she takes a picture of him that explains so much of his humor <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh look at oh, the whole no. cushion the, the whole cushion parted <laughs> it's a disaster oh my goodness you're gonna lose your headphones too. Yeah. Oh, that's better. Oh, I'm a lot taller now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I gotta do. We got. Uh, I gotta do an ad. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a Habs fan. Uh, oh, the chat got disconnected. Oh. Oh shit. Anyways, Habs highlight uh, checked in with us. They wanted to say hello. Yeah. He must. They must be ticked off because it is uh, a tie game now. We're still, uh, it looks me- a real, uh, a nip and tuck game, mm-hmm. but I'd say the momentum has shifted to the Leafs, to be honest I with you. I think the ice is tilted in their favor. Yes, I think so. I think that, uh, whatever the, the mauling of their captain did to him in the first, they're over it. They're rallying. <laughs> yeah. He's I, probably I, back in the dressing room drinking beers right now. He gave a thumbs up like he was okay. Yeah. It should be fine. Maybe it was like a weekend at Bernie's thumbs up, though. Somebody was holding it for him. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he looked like he was doing it on his own. It is funny, though. Like, you're like, oh, he's going to be fine. Like, he gave us a thumbs up from a stretcher bleeding from his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. No. Just rub some dirt on it, I guess. Yeah. Um. So, I want to do the... So, we had... We already did a Patreon. Go to Patreon. Do it. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I was going to say, if you don't want to do Patreon... You can also uh, just give us like five bucks on PayPal if you want. If it's whatever's on there, if you don't want to commit to a monthly thing, you can still just donate. Whatever you can to help our show. Yep. And uh, I want to do Amazon. I don't like doing ads because they suck. But if you go to our website, livefromthedutchhall.com, and you click on our Amazon banner, you fuckers are already doing Amazon shopping anyways. You know what? You don't. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Nobody really wants to make Jeff Bezos any richer. They would rather, so just take a little bit of his money and give it to some strange guy like me. Honest to God, you hear all these people talking about how the small businesses are getting screwed? Yeah. Here you go. You have an opportunity to take it from Bezos, give it to Pete. Yep. No big whoop. So go there, do your Amazon shopping, and then some of that money helps the show. I actually cashed a check, cold hard cash this week. It was like uh, 100 bucks. Did you dance in it? Like, like, It uh, takes me like six months to earn it. (laughs) That's the thing. Uh, yeah, I do. So I relish in it. I take the check. I like I smear it on my uh, body, like rub that, it over my chest. Like that movie where Woody Harrelson sold Demi Moore. I just can't think of the name of it. An indecent proposal. Yeah. Do you do that with the bed? You just throw cash on your bed and roll on it. Uh, yeah, but it's just a check. Oh. It's just a check. Uh, so it's not really like that good. I just really just sit there and I just fuck the check. <laughs> I put the check down and I just fucking, I fucking hold the check. Nice. You're a dirty fucking check. And you need a new check when you're done. Yeah, when I'm done. That's why I deposit it by my phone now. Ah, oh, then you can have your way with the check. Yeah, then the check you can do whatever you want with. Because before when I'd fuck the check and then try to put it in the machine. <laughs> then you got to go in with this like wadded up check that you were like obviously just bang and then even if the bank machine people clear the clear the check out of the machine they know they know yeah and your but, name's on the check yeah they're like uh this machine uh 
It worked fine until somebody put this crumpled up check with a hole in the middle, <laughs> covered in three inches of jizz. Pete Van Dyke. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to name names. <laughs> you might have something to do with Reckoner Machine. Yeah. It's like, uh, I think that's ludicrous. You have no way of proving yeah. it. You wanted cash today? <laughs> Talk to Pete Van Dyke. <laughs> well, live and learn, people. Live and learn. Yep, get there before him. You only do that once. Yeah, now you now it's just by your phone. You just take a picture of it and it's deposited. It's fucking sweet. And you have your way with it. Yeah, I don't have to go bank for nothing. Paper cuts. Careful. Oh yeah. You don't you want don't paper cuts. No, not on your wiener. Oh. No, yeah. You gotta break the hole. You don't cut it. You, you don't cut it? a hole. You break a hole you with your dick. Penetrate it. You penetrate yeah. the bill because it'll bust naturally, and the rips. It'll be like a rip. Right. Whereas if you use scissors or anything like that, those are razor sharp, sharp edge. edges. You know, you don't want those anywhere near it. People say they're the worst cuts. I I don't buy that, but they do hurt. Yeah, I find them they're, they're they're not the worst. You know, I think the worst is when you like sever off a limb. Yeah, that's the worst. Yeah, you're cut in half. That's a bad cut. Yeah, that's a bad cut. That's the worst. Yeah. Then the second worst paper cuts for sure. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I like to get paper cuts and then just like uh, just dip my hands in the lemon juice. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I thought you were going to go with rubbing alcohol. Lemon juice is a good call. No, I like lemon juice. Maybe Tabasco. I like peroxide, too, though, because I like watching it fizzle. Oh, yeah? I yeah. do, too. Yeah. Yeah, like a dirty, dirty cut, and yeah. you're like, where's the peroxide? Because I like to watch it foam. Yeah. And then I'm disappointed once it's too clean. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. foam. It's like there's nothing to do. Yeah. I know my kids don't get it. They're like, "What is that? What are you even talking about?" I'm like, "Are you kidding me? You gotta peroxide a dirty cut." Yeah. Do you remember? Do you ever peroxide your hair? I know. That's what I used to get a permanent though. If I don't know if you oh, remember yeah. that. I know you did. I also did a permanent. <laughs> See, I did a permanent. It's just as humiliating as blackface. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I, to be honest, I was 14 when I did the blackface thing. 14. Mm-hmm. I had spent an entire summer working with jamaican guys in their early 20s yeah who were working right beside me you know like uh when you're if i was with any 21 year old guy who spent the entire summer with when i was 14 i'd i'd look up to that guy like i'd try to emulate that person you know it's just Absolutely. natural yep anyways and this guy got along well with me because i was the same age as his baby mama 14 <laughs> that's a fact he was 21 he got a girl his girl they got pregnant was 14 so he would he was probably using you to relate to her <laughs> probably yeah yeah i don't know and you were using him because you thought he was cool yeah i thought they were all pretty cool and their music was different and all that stuff and i got into like reggae music and they gave me like a rasta belt and all this stuff and mm-hmm. i just thought it was cool and that's why i thought it goes bob marley and i'm like you can't go with bob marley unless you look like bob marley eh? yeah and it wasn't because i was trying to do an al jolson impression or trying to break anyone down i thought bob marley was cool you right. know i was i didn't wasn't trying to offend anyone It'd be cool if you could get a dreadlock permanent. Yeah. Would you do that right now? No. I think no. dreadlocks make you look homeless, when, especially <laughs> when you're white. Okay. Yeah, because, like, a black guy can have dreadlocks and look, like, cool. Yeah. A white guy just looks like he's, he's like... Um, Trying to look cool. I think he looks homeless. Mm. Because I don't really... Uh, my nephew got him. Yeah. Got some dreadlocks for a, a second, and then it was way, way more maintenance than he thought, and then he got rid of them. Yeah. It's a, it's a real commitment, man. What about those braids? Uh, braids? Those really tight braids. Nah. You wouldn't do it right now? Cornrows? Yeah, that's them. 
Yeah, no, like uh, wouldn't wear it as a as a around town. You mean? No. Is that what you mean? <laughs> he wouldn't do it. No. No, I don't believe I would do that. No. I know, like I wouldn't, but it'd be interesting. Yeah, to not see how anymore. Embarrassed our wives would be to. <laughs> walk yeah, around. I I think I think I got a French braid during the pandemic because I had my hair long. Yeah. Like I didn't go to get it cut for too long, and then uh, so I think my kids did French braid it. And, it, and you know what? It was nice because it, it felt like I had short hair. And yeah. you know what else feels like that? It's fucking short hair. So you just cut it. <laughs> cut it off. Yeah. Pigtails. Would you do pigtails if I, you had I long also hair? did those in the pandemic as well. Uh, but uh, no, definitely Pr- not. Princess Leia? Uh, like a r- You're talking about wha- around town? Yeah. Like, uh, no, def- not Princess Leia. Because around the home's not fun. No. What about like a beehive? No, but I would do I would do like a bouffant hairdo. Yeah. Like uh is that what it's called? Like a Bruno Mars, you know? Like uh like Johnny Bravo. Uh-huh. Like the cartoon, you know? How they got the big swoop in the front. Yeah. Like Elvis or whatever. Or like I would pom- do like that. Pompadour. Pompadour, yeah. That's what I meant to say. You know Pompadour and a nice set of mutton chops. I would do mutton chops. Yeah. And a pompadour. That would be sweet. Or a sweet duster. Like a like the kind that twists. I would love to grow a mustache in any way, shape, or form, but I like getting laid more than <laughs> than, uh, than having a mustache. Hair. Yeah, <laughs> and my wife will never ever bang me if I have a mustache. And that's why I've never had a mustache. <laughs> but I would love to go around with a real duster, like just like rocking a duster. That's some solid logic that you just put out there. Yeah, maybe when I'm in Austin, I'll go. I'll grow a mustache. You should. A Sam, a Sam, what's his name? Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott? Yeah, man. Oh, I don't even know if I got the chops to grow a mustache because I've never even done, I've never done a proper just mustache, you know? Nice thick mustache. Ah, oh, man, I'd like it. I think I would really like it. Yeah. Also, you know, I'd love to wear, uh, like, uh, I, you know, like, I'd like to look like Burt Reynolds from, uh, Cannonball Run. Smoking a Bandit, kind of, okay. you know, like, but Cannonball Run, same thing, you know? Cowboy hat, mustache, Sally Field on my arm. Nice. No big deal. You know who I thought was the shit growing up was uh, Randy. Macho Man Savage. (laughs) He was the shit, too. Oh, what the hell is his name from WKRP in Cincinnati, the program director? Oh, uh, you're talking about uh, Randy Travis? No. Uh, Isn't Randy Travis a country singer? Andy Travis. Andy. Andy Travis was the character's name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just thought he like Johnny Fever was the absolute shit on yeah. that show, but uh, Randy or Andy or Andy, the program director. Yeah, I don't know. He seemed like a pretty cool guy to me too. Growing up, Andy Travis with the feathered hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he ended. Up, did he end up banging Bailey Quarters by the end? Uh, I don't know, but I liked her better than Lonnie Anderson, to be honest with you. Oh, totally. Bailey Quarters was super hot, and yeah. you weren't supposed to like. You were you weren't supposed to notice her as much as Lonnie Anderson, which is why everyone totally did. She's yeah. the Marianne of that show. Yeah, you're right. Herb Tarlick, we got Les Nessman. That's a that's a beauty show, top to bottom. That was a re- and, and the Culligan, no, yeah, like Gordon Jump. Yeah, I don't remember what his uh, Mr. Carlson. Mr. Carlson, I swear to God, I thought that was foot powder. I just love that episode where he puts cocaine on his feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a great show. The and Venus Flytrap, we can't forget him. Oh, yeah, and Venus Flytrap. Don't forget, uh, played by uh, um, Andy Reid. Is that his name? <laughs> oh, yeah, I know the credits. Hmm. 
<laughs> they, that, I watched a lot of WKRP. I loved it. Yeah. Baby, if you, you ever, ever wondered. wondered. That's wondered. a great what the episode where they drank. Yeah, yeah, the drinking episode and Johnny Fever came better. Yeah. And then <laughs> I think I just saw a pig paint in her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a great show. Um, I don't know if it holds up because I haven't seen it in so long. That's what I was thinking about Cheers too, because like with it, I love that show too. Yeah, I like Cheers a lot, and I don't know if it would still be a good show. My favorite joke it. from that is uh, either the dog eat dog and I'm wearing milk bone underwear. Yeah. Or when Clavin says, "I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers," and Normie goes, well, "Why else would she be in your bed?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, good yeah. show. That was a good show, Carla. Yeah. I always thought we kind of had our own Carla and Swazis for a while there. Oh, yeah, with uh, Barb Stone. Yep. Yeah, she was our Carla for sure. She was great. Yeah. I, I, love a, I love a bar or any place, even if it's a sandwich shop or whatever it is, where you can just go there and they would just, like, know your order. Yep. They don't have to ask you. Uh, the Blue Elephant Simcoe would always do that, too. They would always be like, same as last time. They and knew they, what you wanted, yeah. And they would bring it. And I think they must have been trained that way or something. But it may, it does make you feel like... Everybody knows your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, do, it does. I watched a guy walk into Swazi's one day. I, I won't say who he was. And he was a he's a farmer, and he came in dirty from plowing the fields. And Barb put two buds in front of him. <laughs> Oh, yeah. He didn't even say a word. Didn't she put two right in front of him, and he's like, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the best. Yep. I love that, So uh, because then you kind of got, it's like that, that like, family atmosphere, too, you know? Yeah. That's what I think about, like, in England, I lived in England in 95, just for four months, but, um, like, it was so expensive to live in London, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, so a lot of people didn't have, like, a very big living room. They, uh, like, probably slept in it and then they would go to the pub for the living room oh for it yeah like that would be their living room so that like there was that there's a pub on every street right so you could go down to the pub and watch tv and everyone would kind of do it together and it would be like your community gets together and watches tv and hangs out the pub and stuff right. you know plays like the gambling games and shoots the shit about politics and all that stuff and it w- usually people go like come right home from work they'd wash and then they would go to the right pu- pub you know because the bars closed at 10 or something you can't like it's so stupid hmm. but the bars closed at 10 when we went down there we didn't know the bars closed at 10 so then um we just bought a bunch of booze and then drank it so that we wouldn't have to buy it at the bar yeah and then we showed up at the bar at 10 and they told us it was closed and they were like, oh, fuck, now what do we do? And then so we went to talk to the bums because mm-hmm. the bums know where to get booze when you can't get booze after hours, yeah. right? So they told us there was this place in Chalk Farm, this Greek restaurant, and you could go to the back door and they'd sell you wine out of it. Right. And they also told us you get this tenants extra strong beer. It's 9.5% alcohol, and cool. it's the cheapest uh, amount, the cheapest product you can get for the most amount of alcohol, you know, it's like good bang for your buck. Good bang for your buck, yeah. That's the thing, though. The homeless people knew all the all the details of the, that stuff. It was the, like the tricks of their trade. Yeah, perfect when you're a student, right? You got like student students and homeless people are very similar. Yep. They don't have a lot of um money. They don't have any money, and they and they like have to figure out how to do things cheap. Yeah, they become crafty. Yeah. I like the I like living amongst the homeless because it was always entertaining. 
Did you watch ever like uh, street fights with the homeless? Mm-hmm. I watched the lady have an argument with a pigeon for like probably ten minutes. She was just angry at a pigeon, like and really having a fucking letting it have have it like verbally, you know. Right. Did the pigeon even move? Pigeon didn't even know it was getting in trouble at all. <laughs> pigeon seemed like unaffected by it. I sat on my they steps. Probably, they probably fought before. Yeah, I think they've. Th- I think it was a long time coming. You yeah. know, you just see the tail end of it. <laughs> Pigeon's like, I'll just take it. Yeah, like there was this one time where I was. I went to the when my kids were young. We went to the rec center, like the swimming pool here in town, mm-hmm. and uh, I was taking my kids for swimming lessons. And uh, this mom comes in with these like two little sweet faced children. You know, just like cutest kids you ever want to see and uh the mother goes okay uh yeah son you know go and put your boots in that bottom cubby over there mm-hmm. and the son says i want to put it in the middle cubby not the bottom cubby you know right and uh, says it with this like sweet voice like a little angel you know like i want to put it up here mommy did she <laughs> did she did her head spin around three times <laughs> yeah She's like, <laughs> put it in the fucking ball. She didn't swear, but you know, like it yeah. was like evil. But you knew, like that's a week's worth of. Oh yeah, it was. She was not reacting to the kid wanting to put it in the second hole at all. No. She, she's reacting to having to live with this little fucking kid, not yep. doing anything what he's told. He's got to always change it just a little bit. Sure. And she finally just like had enough. He's like, I'm just, not getting alphaed by a two year old. You know, just in front of me. So I, I got it because I had two of them that were in the swimming pool at the time. You know, like I was like, I'm just taking a break here, lady. I get it because I can't. But you see that in public where you like you yeah. see the tail end of it. And you think this person's insane. It's like nope. you'd think that if you didn't have your own kids. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a, a person who is like put up with a lot <laughs> yeah. to get to that point. Yeah. And you're not allowed to physically abuse a kid anymore. So no, no. You see, you got to scream at him. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Apparently, it causes trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly, the beatings are traumatic, mm-hmm. which I can't. I can't understand. I guess they teach us to, when we don't like something that's going on, to physically hit somebody. I guess that's the theory. Well, I know when I was at work, when I used, I, I don't work anymore, of course. But when I was still a professional banker that worked at the banks. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of times, uh, you know, being in that business of banking, you know, you got to deal with stressful situations. And uh, sometimes people make mistakes that cause problems. I had an assistant and stuff like that. And uh, from time to time, she would make an error. And I dealt with the only way I knew how, the way I was raised to deal with it. And is that I pulled down her pants and spanked her bare bottom. Called her a fucking idiot. Yeah. I said, what are you? Ret- uh, I wouldn't say that <laughs> yeah, now. No, no, I know what you might have said then, though. But that's what I was, that's what I was, that's what way I thought you dealt with things. Yeah. You know, it turns you, out. Was there a high rate of turnover with you and your assistants? Uh, no, because uh, they have uh, no control, you know. I got you. Remember that movie <laughs> Secretary? Was that that movie? What? There was a movie called Secretary or something like that, where that was the whole gist of that movie. It was just that they would uh, take it out on their secretary? Or oh. they would pull down their pants and spank their bare bottom? Honest to God, yeah. I think it was called Secretary. Oh, I just can't remember. Is it Secretariat? No, that's a horse. Yeah, they whip it with a <laughs> whip, though. <laughs> Who's uh, Spider-Man? Tobey Maguire. Yeah. And Jake, I don't know how you say his last name. Gillen, huh? His th- sister was in it, Maggie. Oh, yeah, Joe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, like da- James Spader. 
Jimmy Spader, yeah, he plays a real dick all the time. Yeah, and I think he was constantly spanking her. Really? That was his secretary. I don't know if it's called secretary, though, but I think that's a good name. I'll so Google it after. There's something about that actress, that Gyllenhaal girl. Yeah. It's like, she. you can tell she's acting. Yeah, you know what I mean? she, she takes you out. Yeah, like, I can tell she's faking it. Like, you don't. You wouldn't be like that if I met you in real life. Like, she flares her nostrils a little bit. She's, like, putting it on a right. little bit. It seems like she's acting. I'm going to say something probably unpopular right now, but Jack Nicholson is Jack Nicholson in every movie I've ever seen him in. Yeah, exactly. I, think, I don't think he's good. Because he's Jack Nicholson in every movie? Yeah, and there's movies where I've forgotten about him, like, forgotten that he's Jack Nicholson. Right. But he's always Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I'm going to say and people are probably more a movie star than uh than a great actor. Yeah. You know, like uh because he can still pull off those roles. He's a movie star, no doubt. Like I right. he's entertaining to watch. The mm-hmm. the character Jack Nicholson's entertaining. But it's always Jack. But you're right, yeah. He's more of a movie star. Yeah. Like Sean Connery too, you know, he wasn't really an actor. He's a movie star, you know. Like but, but Cage? Uh, Maybe I'm just not a fan of him. Yeah, I, there, there's a few movies that are pretty good, though, of Nicolas Cage, but I can't remember them. <laughs> 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 Leaving Las Vegas was okay. He oh was yeah. pretty good in that one. Yeah, yeah. He got an Oscar for that, didn't he? Or did Elizabeth Shue get an Oscar she for that? Both of them. Forget the bum scene? Yeah, man. Yeah. That didn't look like any picnic. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. Uh, we're we're still between second and third period here, yeah. but I gotta do. I'm gonna do just quickly do an ad. All right. For uh, uh, our sponsor of the show, one real sponsor that we have, uh, we have BetterHelp. BetterHelp is there something standing in your way of success or interfering with your happiness? Uh, don't let it anymore. Give our friends at BetterHelp a call. Go to BetterHelp.com/slash/DutchHall. And they'll connect you with a, uh, a counselor, a professional counselor. This is not a, a self-help line. It's not a uh, crisis line. It's professional counseling done securely. And it's available for any of our listeners internationally. And for Dutch Hall listeners, uh, if you use the, if you go to uh, betterhelp.com slash Dutch Hall, uh, you will get 10% off your first month. That's a better H-E-L-P dot com slash Dutch Hall for the 10% off your first month. And I got to tell you, my, uh, I, I, have, I know two people that are using the, the service. Both of them are very happy with it. They uh, can connect via the journal to a therapist or to a counselor at, at uh, any time if they're struggling. And it's, uh, it's something that I've been really happy to have as a sponsor of the show because I understand the importance of it, and I'm seeing that they're they're providing a good product. It's cheaper than than traditional offline counseling. You don't have to wait in a waiting room with a bunch of crazies. <laughs> it's um, it really is uh, a good service. So I'm happy to have them as a sponsor of this program. BetterHelp is a sponsor of the Dutch Hall podcast, and again, that's uh, better h e l p dot com slash Dutch Hall. That's it <laughs> for a better help. And um, did you went know when we started this one? I want to say around eight thirty. Came around eight thirty, right? It yeah. seems like we have been going for quite a while. I haven't even uh, done uh, feedback this week, but I 
if I just want to tell people, if you want to give us some feedback, go to uh, live from the Dutch Hall gmail.com. Give us an email. Tell us what you think of the show. Um, you can also uh, go to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that shit. And you can uh, tell us what you think or tell us what you want us to do on the show or give us ideas, anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully when things open up, we'll start having better ideas and things to do that are fun and that bring people in that when we can be close to people again. I can't wait. Yeah, man. We're starting to see things open up in different parts of the world and it seems pretty exciting. So hopefully yep. um, we'll get some... Yeah, just seeing fans in stadiums and games. Oh, man. You forget how electric it is. I saw a video of Nashville downtown, and it looked like I've been in Nashville when it was hopping. Right. And this footage I saw, I've never seen that many people. Like, it was so many people. Every patio packed, every every front of every building packed, like every floor packed. Yeah, people are just wanting it, right? Oh, man. I think it's going to be such a release. Like, people are just blowing it off. I had, to, I had to give up. I had to give up on this shit. I couldn't do it anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't care. I cared lo- for a long time. I really cared. Yep. And now I just don't care anymore. I just gave up. Gave up. Yeah, every day's a different, uh, a different downer, too. Yeah. I just want to get it. <laughs> I just wanna, like, or not, you know, yeah, like, or yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. I got one more dose, and two weeks after, I think even with one dose, if I get it now, I'm not going to be like, I don't think it's going to really do as much damage to me, but maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't know. I, I, I'm i pretty confident with one dose. Yeah? Yeah. I'm yeah. getting a second one, but I feel good that I got one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I think too, like even with one, I'm like, I think that I'm pretty good. Like, And then, but I'll do the second one too. I don't give yeah. a fuck. I want to get that card so I can do whatever I want so i can travel and all that stuff yeah man now it seems like they are like trying to use vaccines as like a, um kind of like a bargaining chip yep like they're saying if you guys if, if we get this percent vaccinated then we will allow you to go go golfing yeah and then if you get this percent vaccinated by this date then we'll let you go to restaurants but isn't it kind of on them like they're the ones that haven't got the vaccines here on time yeah, but it has been to this point. But now they're saying that they were getting so many a week that now it's really up to you guys all doing doing it. And they really don't want to make it. That, like uh, the, I guess they're just afraid that in some like in the states and stuff like that, some people are just like refusing. So they're right. getting to the point where they they don't have lineups for vaccine anymore. It's the opposite. Like they're they're trying to Incentivize, recruit people. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if we're gonna have that problem here or not. We, we might. I know there's a big portion of our population that. Don't feel there's enough evidence to to go forward with the vaccine yet, mm. but um, I've heard at length people's opinion on the matter. Same, and uh, I just want to do stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't give a fuck, man. Do I think that uh, they're gonna put microchips in me to cause me to do shit or whatever? No, I think that there's legitimately a a pandemic. Yeah, yeah, like a virus. And I think that because of the work we did in 2007, we were able to come up with a record, like well, a, a fast vaccine. They also, like, this is nothing's been this, like, well-funded or For had this, this much manpower thrown at it, right? Like, yeah. Like, brain power, manpower, whatever. Yeah, almost all of humanity went towards this purpose, you know? So, right. like, I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know. You don't think you have 5G in your shoulder right now? 5G internet? 
well, how is that going to hurt or help me? I don't know. Like, I don't, I still don't even get it. I don't get half of the theories. Yeah. I really don't. And they might all be right. Yeah. And, and it's one of those ignorance is bliss things. Like, I don't, I don't care. I just want to believe my world is yeah, man. not that stuff. And if, hey, if they flip a switch and we all start, start, start acting weird, a lot of us will be acting weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had 47 good years. Yeah, that's right. And I th- I'm hoping I'll get a couple more because I got this, like, microchip in my arm. I don't give a f- I, I really don't care. Maybe it'll make us, like, bionic. You know, the, the same the same thing is, like, a lot of the people who probably would be against all this stuff would be the ones that would benefit the most from it. From the microchip? Yeah. Yeah, what if you get, like, internet access in your brain? Yeah, you'd be, I'd be a genius. You don't even have to go to school anymore. Would you, would you take that if they gave you Google as a brain that you'd know everything? You could just search your brain instead of doing searching Google? You get a chip put in your brain. I'm not sure about. There's. A, it seems like there's a lot of benefits to that. Like I like the idea of it. I've also heard of the one where, which I don't like the idea of, where we're going to be able to uh, read each other's thoughts. Yeah. I don't like that. You know what's weird about thoughts is like I used to think thoughts came from me, and then, uh, and that I was coming up with the thought. You know. Right. And then uh, since I've been doing a lot of this therapy, they tell me that it's like your thoughts aren't you. Your, your thoughts aren't you any more than um, like what happens to you. Like your thoughts are what happened to you, not what you don't have really control over. Oh, I understand what you're your saying. Your thoughts, yeah. right? Yeah. But I'm like, I do have control over some of my thoughts. I, could I would think so because if you're like saying hi to somebody and you're like, this guy's really a dick. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like. But, like, if you were, if you're, like, worrying, you know, if you're constantly worrying and these running thoughts go through your head, those are, there is a certain kind of thought that just, you just have no control over. It just enters your head. You know, this this thought's not going to help me in any way. It's just, like, uh, one of these, like, harmful things that pop in my head. And and that just kind of happens to you. It's not something that I'm cooking up because i know it's a bad thought you know right and then if you were like so if you have these involuntary thoughts you know i have thoughts that go like you're the worst you should kill yourself you know right and like i don't want to kill myself you know but the thoughts in my head you know if someone was reading my thoughts they would like lock me up maybe sometimes that's interesting that's a that's a real different take on it like than i had i was just like i don't want people to know what i'm thinking yeah yeah (laughs) I don't know. Like but there are some thoughts that aren't even, you're not even like, it's not that I'm going to pay it any, I'm not going to give it a cup of coffee. It's, it's just, just like, running. it's yeah. just running in my head, you know? Yep. So I'm like, uh, like, yeah, those thoughts are fucked up. I don't want to, I'm not going to give it any yeah, uh, credit, you know? Like, yep. but if someone was reading my head, they'd be reading a bunch of shit too. Like there's a lot of nice thoughts in there and good yeah. ones, you know? Yeah. But there's also a couple of real fucked up ones, you know? Yeah. Or imagine just like walking behind a <laughs> woman and uh you know walking into an elevator and you're creeping her out and she, you can like that thought she's gorgeous you know and you're walking right behind her you can't even help some of the filthy thoughts you're yeah. gonna have right you're right and like you're not gonna like uh you're gonna do everything in your power to mask yeah that you're trying to uh like like you're that inside your head you're like i'm gonna mm, I'd yeah. love to just, you know, you're in your head. It's gross and dirty, and yeah. like, and then, it, but it's, but in your outside, it's like, oh, a beautiful day, ma'am. You know, like a miss. Yeah. You know, isn't this a 
wonderful, uh, you know, ornate elevator. You're going to have to sing the Flintstones song in your head yeah. all the time just to uh, mask your thoughts when you're in those situations. Yeah, She's going to be like, this guy's singing the Flintstones song. I know what he's up to. Yeah, I wouldn't be doing that. I like to just, uh, like, I mean, uh, my wife, when I walk to my wife, and an attractive woman, like, I'm, I've always known I have a trouble with hiding, but I really, like, I read like a book, right? Right. So, uh, when I see, like, when I was younger, especially, like, I pass a good-looking woman, and I would be like, I would make sounds, like, I would go, ooh, <laughs> like, like that, and I'd be, I would be with uh, my wife, you know? Right. And uh, sometimes, like, um, I would catch grief over it, mostly from, like, my wife's friends or whatever. Right. But like it was an involuntary thing. I see a beautiful woman, and I just like like it, you know. Right. I would not like it, but I would like her, you know. Like it would just come out of me, like the, sure. oh, it's so attractive. And then I don't know what this has to do with my wife and why it would offend her, you know? Because this woman that I'm looking at that I'm having a reaction to is like she's allowed to be hot, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I'm allowed to see it and acknowledge that she's hot. I'm not gonna like. You're not acting on it. I'm not doing anything other yeah. than saying, like, man, that's nice. I would like to do something about that. Yeah. But apparently, I made a, I made a deal in church <laughs> with you. a commitment. Mm-hmm. The, the priest said no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought I said love for infidelity, <laughs> not love and infidelity. Inf- yeah, yeah, yeah. Love for infidelity. Run back the tape. Run back <laughs> the tape. You, know, you don't know what I said. Yeah. Listen to what I said in the church. You know, I'd say that to my wife. Wouldn't that be great? And all of a sudden he said, you did say love for infidelity. And then. Go to town. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I did it. <laughs> Loophole. Yeah. Going to be just, just slinging puss, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Do you yeah. think. Hey, I had a question for you, Cap. All right. Do you think that. Um, oh, 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 I should have. Oh, like, my goodness. Hold on. I'm going to let everybody know what happened if I can find it. Oh, no, I, I didn't. Uh, that was. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, but it was. I didn't mic it. Next time I have a cranker like that, I will mic it. Yeah. But it was a that was a cranker. So anyways, uh, what were you saying? I said uh, you had a question. Oh, the question was. Uh, shit, I got to remember it now. You had. I'm saying that. Uh, fuck, Kev. I wanted to. You were talking about. Being able to sling puss and stuff like that right before. Okay, yes, yes, yes. I get it. You're a man of a certain age. We're the same age, which is old. We're we're pushing 50. Like, we're not, we're closer to 50 than 40, right? Yep. So, uh, you know, we're getting up there. Mm -hmm. Now, what's supposed to happen to us is our libido is supposed to slow down. Right. Right? Uh, Now, do you see that as a thing that you look forward to or, or like that thing that you'll enjoy and settle into? having less of a sexual distraction, you know? Or is it something that you think is going to be like, uh, you know, like something you're not looking forward to, like it's going to make you less of a man? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. The, my initial thought is that it sounds like it sucks. Not being because horny, yeah. losing testosterone. What's going on, right? Like our testosterone slowing down. Yeah, so you're going to get like tits. Yeah. And you're going to um, have like... Uh, I guess, uh, like a, what else do you get when you get testosterone? Hips? You're going to grow hips? Childbearing hips? Yeah. So I think uh, we should get be able to get testosterone replacement therapy. I don't know if that's a thing in Canada. I really don't know. 
Yeah, I think you can get it, though. I know they tested my testosterone to see if I needed to have some. Were you jacked, though? Huh? Were you like, were you high or low? I was high. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I, I don't, I didn't stop like I was supposed to. They said you're supposed to not make it, and I kept making testosterone, yeah. and then my prostate got huge. Oh, okay. That's how my come my prostate got big. It all just like fucking swelled that thing up. You're too much of a man. Yeah, that's what I said. I was proud when they were telling me, and they they kept telling me it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. You're like, I refuse to see it that way. And they go, your bladder is enormous. It holds three times as much as a regular man. And I was like, yeah, that's fucking <laughs> right, Doc. <laughs> he goes, you must drink a lot. And he goes, like, oh, I drink enough. Yeah, yeah. You know? And then uh, I thought of it as a good thing, all of it, and it's not. It's huh. like a bad thing. You're not supposed to do that. It's not supposed to be that big. Hmm. Whatever. Who cares? It is what it is. Um, I don't know. So you don't, you don't think it is a good thing? I don't. See I know that. some people say it's th- think of it as a good thing because then it would just like, then they wouldn't have to think about that anymore and it wouldn't be like a problem for them, you know. But what like, else, what else do you want to think about? Yeah, exactly right. Mowing uh, the lawn. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I like to have a place. I think if I think old people who fuck a lot are, um, they they live longer. I would think so. Yeah, they have to, or they die fucking, which is all right. Which is great, right? That's the best way to go, I think. Wonder, uh, hmm. It does take me a longer recover now, though. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, like, it's, like, afterwards, it's, like, man, that was a real workout. I have to, like. Is it nappy time right away? Sometimes I just can't settle down. Yeah. And my body will cramp up. (laughs) (laughs) Eat a banana or some mustard. Yeah, I got to do something, man. I got to change my program. I definitely got to stretch beforehand. Because I'll be sore the next day you and can, stuff, you, you know? You can stop a cramp just by eating a spoonful of mustard. Really? Yep. I never even heard of that before. That's true. You think this game's going to overtime? I don't know. I fucking think this is going to be shut off some deep in ass. Oh. I think it's going to be going in overtime. It's uh, 14 back. Uh, oh, it could be next goal wins it, though. Yeah. Even now at 14, I, I doubt they'll get two more goals playing tight like Unless this. Unless it's an empty netter. Yeah. Right now, people who love hockey are screaming because <laughs> we suck so bad at talking ca- about talking hockey. the game. People that love hockey aren't watching, aren't aren't listening to this live stream because they're watching too. the game. Yeah, because they could care less. Purple tower. What is that for? Purple, Prince. <laughs> Prince owned a place in Toronto. Did he die just at this time, right around now? Or I don't know, hmm. but he did have a place in Toronto with the Brattle Path. Oh yeah, yeah, Prince did. George St. Pierre, I saw that dude in, uh, I was in a revolving door with George St. Pierre. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like I was going in this hotel and he was leaving, so we were in the revolving door together. Did you, like, give him a... No, I didn't do nothing except for go, hey, that's George St. Pierre. And then yeah. we're both, he's in, he's, he's going to his cab and I'm, go, I'm going to check in. Hmm. But his he was a built like a fire hydrant. Short and stout? Yeah, like his neck, his neck was, like, thick. Like, he had, like, it was... Cr- crazy how like much of a block he was you know must be hard to choke yeah yeah like he looked like he was like definitely like they he's like definitely concentrating on how to be one thing how to not how to not get killed in an octagon yeah like you know how like Sidney crosby you'll see like Sidney crosby and he'll like he's like bow-legged and his legs are thick eh? and he's just weird looking he's like built for hockey yeah and same with like michael phelps the guy's like a sh- like He's a weird-looking guy because yeah. he's, like, built for swimming. Like if he that. had flippers, I wouldn't be shocked. 
Yeah, his feet are like flippers. Yeah. He's supposed to have like short legs, long feet, long torso. Like he's like big fucking hands for scooping water and stuff right. like that. Like huh. uh, it's really uh, ge- all these genetic weirdnesses that all worked in his favor for s- one thing. For swimming. And he figured it out. Yeah, yeah. That's the hard part is figuring it out. Yeah. Like you might have the perfect build for like biathlon or something like that. Just never tried it. Just never tried it. Yeah. But I don't think so. I think no. the cross-country skiing would get you, Kev. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought that was the one where you swim. <laughs> the biathlon? Yeah. Is there one with just swimming? I don't know. Where you swim, you run, and you... That would be try something, though. Triathlon. Oh, right, yeah. Swim, run, and bike. Yeah. All three would get me. Yeah. I don't like, I don't like the idea of having to... Uh, well, you ride a bike last, right? Yeah. Or... No, no. You, ri- you run the marathon last. Oh, wow. So this is what I don't like. You get out of the water, and you got to ride a bicycle with a wet bum. Yeah. And then you're going to end up fucking having a rash at least, if not hemorrhoids. <laughs> I think they should put the water in the middle so you can cool off. Right. Also, You start with a bike, then you jump in the lake, and then you run a marathon. I'm fine with that. Your feet might get a little, might get a couple uh And you're chafing blisters, a bit. Blisters, but whatever. You know what the, You know what sometimes people do when they run a marathon is they have to put Band-Aids on their nipples. Because their nipples will start bleeding because they're sure rub on their nipples. Huh. I did not know that. Repetitive. Yeah. People Injury. wear. I knew I knew a guy that did like did marathons and he even put bandage on his nipples. Cool. Yeah, it's gross. <laughs> That's not right, eh? That's like you're hurting your body. A marathon's too far to run. There's people that run like 100k marathons now. Yeah, everyone's everyone does does the impossible now. The extreme thing. But you're actually, you get to a certain point where you're actually hurting yourself. Breaking your body down. Yeah. Like today I forgot to eat. Mm-hmm. Right? And I did a lot of physical work. Yeah. And like, uh, so I, I hurt myself. Like I wasn't, I, I, I did more harm than good to myself yeah, today. Yeah, you broke stuff down. Yeah. Like I, I could tell I wasn't thinking as, as straight by the end of the day. I was a bit grumpy even, mm-hmm. you know, because I had been taking... I've been using more of my body than I was giving back, you know, right. and that's just uh, just what happens, you know. You, you gotta, probably forgot to drink too. If you oh, I drink a zillion things, but it was never enough. Oh wow! I was sweating through my eyelids. Like you ever, like you know, when you're sweating through your eyelids, it's like pouring out. Yeah, could have been crying too. Because <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> that's I guess that's what you call sweating through your eyelids. Yeah. No, it was sweating through my eyelids for sure. But I couldn't even see through it, man. Anyways. Anyways, great day. I don't know if the Leafs are going to win this thing. Do we? This is, uh, we are not commenting the game very well. I think we're, Nylander just got a delay a game penalty. Oh, for fuck. Puck over the net. Yeah. Puck over the glass. And that guy got cut his cheek tonight. Oh, I think that's a cute tattoo. Tattoo. Oh, face-off win. We were saying that uh, Joe Thornton when he's on the bench because he looks like, uh, like he looks like some sort of. Uh, he's a village elder. Yeah, like he's a he's looks like he's you give him more respect now because he's got a big long gray beard. Yeah. He's like Dumbledore or something. Yeah, like a wizard. Yeah, you just gotta give him his uh, props. <laughs> the wizard says that was no good. Yeah, the wizard said that was offside. <laughs> Raise your arm and blow the whistle. It's funny that these, uh, like, these are ancient-looking people. 
imagine to our kids they'll look at a guy like joe thornton right and like he's probably like uh is he 40 i don't even know if he's 40 yet he's probably not even 40 and he's uh and people are probably uh looking at him like he's like ancient right yeah and he does look it kind of especially compared to fresh face mitchy marner but like when when Landy McDonald like won the cup with Calgary, mm-hmm. how old do you think Landy McDonald was? Well, the, you're, you're gonna prove your point here because I would have thought he was close to forty as a kid. Yeah, I don't know how old he was. But he seemed like a man. Like he seemed like he was at the end of his career, like a like a going bald kind of man. Like almost, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's like a like it doesn't like I'm I'm almost fifty and I still kind of think like I'm a kid. Do you think you're twenty five? I don't even know if I'm that old. To be honest with you, like, I think I feel like a kid. Yeah. To be honest with you. I feel like 25 a lot. Like, I don't mean I think I can do what I did when I was 25, but I have that mentality. Mentality of 25. Yeah. When I was 25, I had the mentality of a 50-year-old. 50? Yeah. I was an old man when I was in my 20s. I was a fucking bore. You want to know why I wanted to grow up? I wanted to get my, like, be able to take care of myself. And I just wanted that so bad. To be able to take care of myself so I didn't need anybody. And then, and so I was just like driven and just kind of a jerk, to be honest. I was an old man. I was quick to want to grow up. And then I realized it was like I was missing the point once I got sold. And then I became younger again. And now I'm probably the youngest I've ever acted since, since I've been a kid. Huh. Yeah. I was thinking the other day about how we do it so wrong. Like, yeah. As a, I don't know, as a culture, I guess, because we work five days a week and take two off. Like, yeah, yeah, it just silly. seems wrong. And whenever it's not like we're spending those five days working all the time either. No, a lot of fucking around going on. Oh my god, is there ever a lot of fucking around going on? Especially, like, I mean, there are people that put in legit shifts, and some people way more. But uh, there are a lot of people going eight hours a day and doing two hours of work. Yeah, that's for sure, man. Yep. Especially if you're in any corporate setting and you're like in like head office or like something like oh shit, uh, something like that. Like you're just fucking waste. How much busy work goes on too? I wonder. Like people making their own. Oh yeah, meetings about the next meetings and yep. stuff like that. Oh, is it my pet peeve about the workforce? Why I can't go there? Yeah. So most of it's just garbage. It's people that don't know how to get anything done. You're it, like trying to be self-important. Yeah. To be honest, I worked when I worked. Like, when I did work, I got a lot done. Like, I got a lot done compared to a lot of people that worked there. Like, I could do more than them when I worked. Yeah. But I was so messed up that, like, when I I wouldn't work very often. So, like, I would go months with no work at all. Okay. And then I would do, like, a week of, like, like three months worth of work. You just go hard. Yeah. Yeah. But I would put dig myself such a big hole that I would ha- now be in panic mode that I have to get myself out of this hole, and then I would work my ass off to get out of it. You know what's amazing though is, who noticed? No one. Like who noticed those three months where you weren't doing nothing? No one. And then you probably got a pat in the back. Holy crap, you got work done. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like, no one noticed at all. That's they. They let us. I didn't have a boss, eh? Like, the boss would come visit us, like, once a month or something. Mm-hmm. And so we're on our own. So I wasn't doing anything I didn't want to do. Well, why? I guess, you know? in, a, in a sense, why would you, in a sense? 
No, it was terrible. They should have fired me, and, and uh, it would have been uh, like a mercy killing right. for me. And I, I should, that's what should have happened. But I knew just to do enough that I could keep my job. It's nothing to be proud of. It sounds like I'm bragging, but I'm not. Like, uh, like it's it's shameful. Mm-hmm. But it was the right thing for me to do. I was doing all that stuff so that I could get fired, so that I could get out of there because I didn't want to be there, you know. Right. And it took me a while just to realize I was doing that on purpose to myself to try to get out. Right. But after a while, I was like, you know what? I sh- I wouldn't keep doing the same shit that's just hurting myself unless I really didn't want to be here. And yeah. So I, then I had to left. And then it made sense. And that's what I'm kind of thinking about with this uh, Austin move. Right. Is that, you know, I've done a lot of jobs. With When I was a banker, I would help other people do their thing. And I've helped my wife do her thing. I've helped my kids as, you know, as much as I can. And now it's just time to do something that I want to do. And yeah, help yourself. Yeah, and then just and then try to do something cool, you know. And so I'm pretty excited. I, mean, I think it's going to work out. So three months or so, and then I think I'll be headed south and seeing what's going to happen. And we'll keep you posted on the socials and yeah. hopefully get some uh, some guests on future podcasts when we're down there. But yeah. uh, anyways, pretty excited about that. You know what, Kev? I think we should call the show. All right. You know, we're, we're we've been putting in a good shift here. Uh, thank you for watching the game with us. Uh, if you'd like to tune in again, we might do it uh, for future games if they fall on a Thursday. Tell a friend about the show and uh, give us some feedback. Until and you can also and uh, on the socials and all that bullshit. Click on our Amazon banner. Uh, go to live from the Dutch Hall.com. Click on that banner. Go to Patreon slash Dutch Hall and you can support us there or PayPal. PayPal. And of course, there's better help. Go and check them out if you're looking for any help. That's uh, better com slash Dutch Hall. Until next week, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. <laughs> Bye. Bye bye.